Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brother John. How the heck are you? I'm feeling very good. Looking forward to the show today. Staying warm as the, the weather is a little bit on the cool side here. It's about 14 degrees. Maybe it'll get up to the 20. So but hanging in there. Well, we're 33 degrees here. Yeah, no, 33. And we have winds coming out of the north. Gust of 41 miles per hour. It's quite dry crisp it's uh 50 degrees here in my room so like yourself i'm it's nice 50. and brisk it'll keep it'll keep us alert oh, yeah. and hey yeah. hey for new people new people if you just got here we are the pro show my name's jerry my name's john and every week we talk about four things and one of those things is a whale story because this is the season of what john season of the whale like that's it animal. Yeah, we have a whale story every week, and we also have a word that one or both of us ran into during the week doing our research or reading mm -hmm. casually. And thirdly, we have something called two takes, where we both talk mm -hmm. about a topic. We may agree, we may, we may disagree, it may be a film, it could be something in the news, it could be most anything. And last but not least, we have groaners, two groaners. dad jokes, puns. They come from a certain place that John will talk about in about 22 minutes. Not that we time anything. Hey, are you wearing anything? I am. Uh, funny you should mention that. Uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says Season of the Lizard on it. Ah, I decided to stick with the whale. So I'm wearing the Season oh, of the Whale. With that's that beautiful nice. animal. Mm. Coming out of the water. Outstanding. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. I like that T-shirt, too. Yeah, you did a good, good choice. Good choice. Okay. Are you ready? You ready for the whale story? Did we? Yeah, well, wait a minute. We, oh, we got we a little sponsor. sponsor. We sponsor. got to talk about Save the Whales. In fact, this is, uh, this is an incredibly uh, good organization, Save the Whales, founded in California in 1977. It's meant to test the time. Young lady uh, named Maris uh, uh, Sittenstecker was responsible for starting it, and she did it in a way that we can hold near and dear to our heart. She did it uh, fundraising through T-shirts. And yeah. in fact, not only this, so their big purpose is to primarily was, is education, teaching mm -hmm. kids a little bit about the importance of, of keeping this animal hanging here on Earth. And yeah. they do special projects, too. So shout out to them. They got a great t-shirt, Save the Whale t-shirt, a variety of, of merchandise, a variety of t-shirts. Mm. So that's yeah. our sponsor. Yeah, you can go to the site. We've got the links there in the show notes and uh, you can either make a donation or buy a t-shirt or both. Sounds All right. Sounds good. You ready for the whale story now? Yes. Well, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about a movie a movie uh, called Orca, the Killer Whale. And this movie was uh, made in 1977. And its background is that uh, this is made a couple of years before, uh, actually after Jaws. The producer, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, uh, went to and asked uh, people his, his powers to be, he said, look, I wanna have a, I wanna have a movie with something of 
in the water that's a bigger badass than than the shark in Jaws. And sure enough, what they came up with was Orca, the uh, killer whale. So that's uh, for the, the the how it all started. Um, and when we take a look at this movie, it's a it's a revenge movie. It's a, yeah, it's, it is. it's it's got a great it's got a kind of an interesting story, whereby um, and so a little bit maybe you could kind of talk a little bit about what what about the uh, orca the killer whale the the, the species yeah. itself. So give yes. us a little background. Yes, it would be an honor to do so. This is a very intelligent, powerful animal. Uh, they have <clears throat> you've seen them. They have black and white markings. <clears throat> When they get uh, when they get a killer whale pup, uh, they they bring them to places like Sea World, stuff like that. So uh, you've seen them if you go to places like that. They're very intelligent, like I said. Now here's the deal: uh, these guys are are amazing. They have two rows of nice conical teeth, very neat and clean. They look like they've had orthodontics. Wouldn't you agree, John? I mean, yeah, they do. They they they, all. they look. They have a nice smile. That's for sure. Yeah, and they can chomp. And let me tell you, these are real whales. They're about 25 feet long or so, 30 feet long. Uh, but, you know, there's some things in the movie, John, I have to tell you that kind of fly in the face of what we know about uh, orcas. And um, should I say anything about that? I don't want to really diss the movie. Well, it's not dissing the movie, but the, the, the fact is, I think a couple of things I was interested in, uh, yeah. number, number one, um, are they really predators or not? Or do they, are they, are they, you have to kind of, you know, poke them a little bit with a stick in order for them to get angry and come after the humans? Or that's my first question. So okay. how does that work? Well, that's two, that's two questions. Uh, <clears throat> as we talked about two weeks ago, the largest predator on earth is the sperm whale. But the, uh, the fiercest predator on earth, on the water is uh, our friend, the orca. Yeah, pound for pound, muscle for muscle. They are, they are predators. They eat two things. There's two kinds of orca. One eats mammals, okay? And the other eats fish. Mm -hmm. And the ones that eat mammals are more, more uh, populous. And the ones who eat fish are less so. The ones who eat fish are a little bit scared of the ones who uh, eat mammals. So when they come into the neighborhood, the fish-eating ones split. They mostly eat salmon and tuna and stuff like that. Uh, but these other guys, these mammal-eating orcas, uh, they like seals. That's one of their favorite things. But they're not averse to eating a great white shark. Okay. Uh, you know, a pot of them and stuff like that. And now the question is, would they, second question, would they eat a human? Under the right circumstances, a lot of people think they would. Uh, there have been anecdotal evidences on ice flows in the Arctic. Someone gets stranded on an ice flow. Orca beaches itself on the edge of the ice flow. The guy slides down the ice into the mouth of the orca. That has been anecdotally recorded, not verified. Okay. So, the, uh, the other thing that's really important in this movie is, are these animals monogamous? Uh, I know they're very social in their, in their pods, in their groups, but do they, are they really, does a male whale usually then mate with a female and therefore have that mate for life? 
Uh, I don't know about both species or anything like that. But uh, first of all, the dominant, uh, the dominant gender in, in that animal is not the male. It's the female. They're no, bigger. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or do they, well, they, do run, they both they run together? Uh, I think yeah, okay, they do. Great. I think they, I think that part's true. But you know, most of these things work like harems. So most pods, whale pods, work like a harem. So uh, I, I could be wrong about that. That's something I didn't look up. I have to apologize. Well, I think as far as I could tell, they do. They're very social, and they yes. don't necessarily all. They don't have this one-on-one -on -one relationship, but they clearly have a very social, tight social group in which they oh, yeah. roam and do things. So I think that's yes. the important thing. So yeah, listen, as a, let's just kind of give a brief synopsis of the movie. Talk a little sure. bit about the. Uh, so what we've got here is uh, we've got a, 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 a seafaring guy that's interested in actually getting a um, shark, uh, a shark that would be used, as you pointed out, recreationally, you know, in a tank where you go and view them. But he accidentally runs into uh, the possibility he gets saved by this orca whale that, that kills the shark. And then he realized, wait, why don't I go for the, the whale? And unfortunately, what happens is he harpoons a female when he really wanted to go for a male and the, yep. the female is not only does he harpoon he realizes later on that this this female is carrying a baby whale so yep. they, he basically kills the female the stillborn uh, baby and of course the male that was watching all this gets really excited and before you know it you got a revenge movie in the making so oh, there's a yeah. series of, and what really is emphasized is the fact that what makes it different than Jaws is the fact we've got a thinking, a thinking animal here that seems to be yeah. able to think a lot better than the seafaring uh, fellow uh, played by Richard Harris. And yeah. he's able to trick him in a variety of ways. So eventually we don't want to give out too much in the way of spoiler alerts. But this movie is, it, it, to me, I, I like the revenge aspect. I like the idea that we learn a little bit about how this, this whale can play tricks on him, but it is a slow moving movie. And yeah, also it it's a little bit dark. This darkness is quite often because much of it is filmed under underwater, but it's also filmed in uh, Canada, Newfoundland, Newfoundland, New, what's, what, Newfoundland. what's it called? Yeah. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yes. Yeah. And, um, they go mm. all the way up further into the, you know, the, the Arctic. The yeah. Arctic. So that, that makes a difference. Now, the good news about it is it's got a really stellar cast. Uh, you mm. got Richard Harris uh, playing the, the captain. You've got a scientist played by Charlotte Rampling of George, Georgie Girl fame. Uh, she's, you know, a very nice looking lady. And you've got mm -hmm. Bo Derek in her, her film debut playing one of the uh, aides or the assistants on the boat. Uh, you got Keenan Wynn. Yeah. And you've got this, they also, part of the, the movie is the fact that, that it's all centers on the city uh, in which they, uh, the, the, this very, very smart male whale pushes the dead female whale onto the beach and all of a sudden yeah. creates all kinds of havoc within the city. Mm. And there's a, mm. there's a townsman by the name of uh, Emelik, a play by Will Sampson. Now you're going to say, who's yeah. Will Sampson? But if you've seen uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and remember the silent Indian, 
tall fella. That's him. That's that's him. So th- there's a lot of interesting uh, players in it. So uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I think it, it 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 wasn't well received, and I think there was an anticipation that this movie was going to be kind of more Jaws on the light side, when it right. ended up being a little bit more serious. And it kind of caught people uh, a little bit off guard. So, it, yeah, you know, I agree. It's, so that's the the gist of the movie. So um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and, and kind of go from there. Wow. Yeah, I can't, I can't add anything to that excellent uh, synopsis, except uh, it's always a pleasure to watch uh, Mr. Harris do his work. Harris was good. I think also you had a couple of whales that they used, but they also had to use a model that I thought, oh, yeah. this is a very striking looking animal because it's got that two-tone, what are the two colors? It's white and maybe black. Black and white. Dark black blue. and white. Yeah. No, black so and it, white. It, it's got a strong presence and it got that dorsal fin. So yep. that when you see it leaping out of the water, it's pretty, it, it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, they. Uh, you're right. They use they used a lot of models to do this stuff, and you know that's pretty easy to do because you see an orca in in the wild, and they almost don't look real. Their skin is so perfect, and their coloring is so crisp. They almost look like models. You know, <laughs> they're really yeah. quite striking if you see one. Well, I'm stunned. Well, I'm gonna... stunned by the whale story. I can't help it. Yeah, it's a I'm good stunned. one. So yeah. listen, we've got to we got to move on. We got the a word that we're going to mm. look at, and this word's oh. going to segue us into our two takes. And the word we have this this week is portmento, p o r t m a n t e a u. Portmento. Uh, this word's got several mm. different definitions. I and the one we're going to latch on to is the second one. The original definition is it could be a suitcase. It's not even connected to the second definition, but we'll, let's talk a little bit about this, the, the, the second one, and that is a portmento is a word blending the sounds and combining the meanings of two others. So mm-hmm. the, the, the classic one that's quite often used as an example would be uh, a motor hotel. In a motor hotel, if you squish it together, take away a few letters, you got motel. So that's it. Motel is like a motor hotel. So uh, what I, why did I learn about this? Well, our yeah. topic this week is carjacking. And as <gasps> we take a look at carjacking, um, it's actually the combination of two words. It's a portmanteau. It's taking car and hijacking mm. and yeah. com- combining them and coming up with carjacking. Now, you can you take a deep dive. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Say, wait well, a minute. Hijacking is a portmanteau, too. That's exactly right. Uh, wow. And what that's two words, and those two words are highway and jack. Jack. Okay. And you know what's steel. interesting? Now, here I'm going to take it, I'm going to do a couple of uh, connect a couple dots here. Hey, where okay. does jacking fit into this? Well, a jack as a noun primary is a, a instrument or it's a, a piece of equipment that's used to lift the car. Okay. Right. So when you basically lift the car, you're lifting such as shoplifting. So as a result, what you're doing is it's a, it, you're, you, when you lift something, it, you could be you're actually taking it or seizing it. And wow. so hijacking would be highway, seizing, taking, and before you know it, in car. 
So that's what we've got. So when, when wow. we take a look at the word carjacking, the definition I know that. is- I didn't know a, that. I didn't know that about Jack. That, that's, uh, well, that's really cool. I'm well, sorry. I, 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 I lost my, I lost it. You did. I lost it there for a second. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Definition of yeah. carjacking. It's robbery in which the article that is being stolen is a car. Now you say, well, okay, uh, but it's kind of can get confusing because we're talking about robbery, which would imply that there's an individual, there's a human interface between the, uh, the, the, you know, the perp and the, the victim. But when you take a look at carjacking, it can be, it, it doesn't even have to involve that human interface because quite often what happens is uh, the perp is looking for uh, low hanging fruit. So he'll maybe, yeah. for example, car comes up, goes to a drugstore, says, well, I'm just gonna leave the car running. I'll pop in, get my cigarettes, come back out. So what happens? Carjacker sees that, the perp sees it, jumps in the car and goes, goes on his merry way. He hasn't even had an interface, but wait a minute. He takes a look in the back seat and he sees a kid. So now what's happened? We don't have a carjacking, we have a kidnapping. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So all of a sudden you could get these mishmash things. And as a result of all of this, we find that uh, carjacking quite often is not been something which we have a clear statistic or statistic that's been really collected for a long period of time. Actually, the first time this term was coined was back in 1991 in Detroit. And so that's a little bit in terms of, 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 of the background. A federal, there are no federal stats on carjackings. There's car wow. thefts. But there's wow. nothing on specifically this type of car. I have to ask you a question. Uh, are we still doing the word portmanteau, portmanteau auto, or are we doing carjacking? Oh, we segued. Two takes. We oh, segued. Okay, well, hold, give, give me a second. I didn't get a chance to play the, the segue music, so I'll play it right now. So uh, let's take a look at the stats as we have today. This Because it's a, a rising uh, piece of, of crime. So in the year 2021, New York City had 500 carjackings, a, a tremendous increase over previous years. Philadelphia had 800. And the carjack city, as, as we speak today, is Chicago, which had 1,800 in 2021. That's a rise from 300 in 2014. Now, we know Detroit was where this phrase was coined. And guess what? Detroit was carjack city in the day. Whoa. As, Back about 12 years ago, they had 1,200 carjacking. So they basically were the original carjack city. And of course, that crown has now been given to Chicago with their 1,800 in 2021. So uh, that's a, li a little bit of the, of the background. As we take a look, we can see this is uh, right now we've got Chicago with 1,800, New York City with 500. So And so we can see a city much bigger has far, far less in terms of this crime. So why are these cars taken? For what reason? And as yeah, we looked at it, question. The, the, is, and we could take a look at that question. The, the reason that they're, they're, they're taken is because they can be used for other crimes. If you were going to, for example, uh, let's say you have here in Chicago, you have gang wars and you have one gang wanting to fight another in terms of shooting. You don't want to be seen in the car that you want to see in a car that you're going to get rid of. And that was not your car. So quite often, this, there's a market for cars to be used for other crimes, whether it be burglary, theft, killings, whatever you want it to be. 
In addition to the fact that another reason that they're is that uh, they can be joyriding. It's it's easy. A lot of kids like to just you know steal a car and then you know hang and do a little bit of, of bouncing around the city and then dump it. A third reason is the typical car theft reason, and that is for parts. So Ooh, there is a black okay. market for the parts too. So, so they drive it to a, a chop shop. They drive the chop car to shop, a chop. Yeah, the same typical reason that right. for a normal car theft. But I like wow. to take a look at why is this increasing. Why is yeah. this crime so prevalent? And we take a look in, in a city like Chicago, and we find out that there is a what's called a low clearance of the crime, which means that there are not a lot of arrests. And it's it, of the carjackings, you say 1,800, there's about 20% of them result in an arrest. But the problem wow. then, another problem with it is the fact that there are a lot of young kids that yeah. are the, 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 the perpetrators of the crime. And those kids are then sent after they're arrested to juvenile uh, court. And what, what quite often happens is they, they say, okay, or they call up the, the parents and say, by the way, we got your kid down here. Would you pick them up? Uh, and, you know, they give them a little slap on the hand before you know it, the kid's out uh, doing the crime again. To show you how, wow. how the age of these, of these kids, within the last week here in Chicago, there was an 11-year-old that was arrested for carjacking. Wow. 11 years old. Wow. Now, wow. I don't think he wow. had his license. <laughs> in addition to the fact, I like that. In addition I never fact, thought of that. Remember, I never thought of that. I never thought of uh, that. Wow. The way that the crime actually takes place is that you have one car with two or three people in it that it drives up and then finds a way by which they can uh, you know, maybe block that other the, the, the victim car. And mm -hmm. so there's probably more than one person. So the eleven year old, to be perfectly honest, was probably in a backseat just doing a little on the job training. And wasn't actively involved in actually, you know, confronting the the, the victim, but you uh, know, it's still it's pretty pretty sad. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. but to me, the the key here is that we've had a rise in crime in general, and there's just this social aspect of what goes on in cities, the social disparity, the social the economic disparity, that creates uh, an environment that not only breeds uh, crime, uh, carjacking crimes, but crime in general. And I think that's yeah. where the, the, the big cause lies. And it's just, it, it's real sad because uh, Chicago, unfortunately, ha is it, it, their low clearance is, is, is the problem here as much as anything. But this, this segregated city that, that I live in has got these pockets of disparity that is just, it's bleak. I yeah. mean, and the pandemic yeah. has only fueled the fire because yeah, uh, the, the problem here is that, that people that are in this position of disparity, the last thing they want to do is go home. But where are they supposed to go during the pandemic? They're supposed to stay at home. And so what, what do you do? So, well, I got another place I could hang. It's in a car. Let's get one. And yep. that's kind of the situation. To kind of close this whole thing up, I've got an interesting side. The, the, the piece with Chicago I find intriguing. Uh, in the, in, in we're going to say, well, what's happening now in Chicago? Well, I can tell you in the first three weeks of this year, we've had 128 in January. 128. Wow. What? 128, what? which? What? 128. 
Yeah. And uh, if you extrapolate over, if you extrapolate that over a year, that means we yeah. would have over 2,000 and we had 1,800 last year. So it's not getting any better. It's a small sample size, I, I understand. But it, mm. uh, a couple of things I found interesting, I had, uh, I kind of keep track of where the carjackings take place around me. It's nice to know uh, what the crime is. And I one day, uh, uh, about maybe three or four months ago, when the weather was nice, there was a carjacking a block north of here. So I decided to go and take a look at the exact scene. And here's what happened. It was an alley, a car, a, a, it was a brownstone or a nice a building. And there was a, the alley was the entrance to the garage. So sure enough, oh. what happened was the carjackers just waited for the person to go open his garage door, you know, automatically start to put his car in. And, you know, he's getting out boom. of his car. He's getting ready to close the door and all of a sudden, boom, that's it's, it's, it's car that takes quick. off. They, they, it's, it's, you blink your eye and you miss one of these crimes. The other wow. quick thing I want to mention is that there's something happening with it. Well, I'm going to give you an example of uh, right now in our uh, aldermen all have what they call discretionary money that they can use to, to try to fight crime in their own ward. So the loop ward, the, they call this menu money and they get about a little over a million bucks. So what the guy in the loop decided to do the alderman, he decided to get license plate readers for his the policemen and also on some of the busy streets. So sure enough, you know, once, a, a, you know, getting the, the license plate of the car is not that big a deal. The victim knows, you know, it's pretty easy. So yeah. what they do is they then put, enter that into the license plate reader that can read severely. So as traffic is going by, they can find that car pretty quickly. So sure enough, they confronted it on, down in the, in the lower whacker that's in the yeah. loop. Uh, and they yeah. were able to basically to, to confront them. Of course, it was a gunfight on OK Corral. Fortunately, the police didn't get didn't get shot but a couple of the carjackers were were shot so that kind of shows you some of the things that are happening in a, very specifically in the city of chicago as it relates to carjacking um you know from a, it's it, i find it to be an intriguing crime uh, you know and, and so that's 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 the good word wow uh i just have one thing to add i was i was curious about this whole thing too and so uh I did a little uh, statistical investigation. And in the last two years, John, you'll be surprised to know that uh, the, uh, in, in certain areas, uh, parents are naming their children Jack, not John, <laughs> nicknamed it, but Jack. I just thought I'd mention that. That's a big rise, actually like a 12% increase in the number of kids named Jack. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's scary man. that's i made that up john i made that up oh you, you sucked sorry. me in on that one oh i'm sorry good. hey listen i, I, I kind of I, I sold it i sold it you did you did a good job of selling it that's... all right okay <laughs> so hey it's time for a groaner or two Hey, I think we got a couple of groaners here. Our groaners are provided to, to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach, and the coach has delivered a couple of really juicy ones. So uh, let's start with, uh, here's the first one. What's it called when you hide from exercise? What's it called when you hide from exercise? When you really want to get away from it, you don't want to 
Hide, hide really Lotties? Hide Lotties? I don't know. It's called the Fitness Protection Program. <laughs> oh, I like that. But we watch. We watch I got to work on the delivery order. a little bit. But, yeah. uh, that's well, that's okay. okay. You know, we watch a lot of Law and Order and stuff like that. So, Witness Protection Program, which is also called WITSEC, uh, and yeah, this is good, John. I like it. Uh, this is this is topical. It's yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm ready. What? Most okay, number two. Here's the second one. What kind of car does Quasimodo drive? Oh boy, you got car in there, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. It's not a hatchback, it's a humpback. You, you give this guy a cupid now. It's it's a hatchback. <laughs> it's a hatchback that can accommodate his hunchback. Oh. <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna All give right. you full credit. All right. Okay. I appreciate that. I need the credit. God knows. Okay. 